and now we step into diabetes and you with our president of the Trinidad and Tobago Diabetes Association, Mr. Andrew Danu, and his guests. Welcome to the show, Mr. Danu. Hi, hi, Tosca. Hi, good afternoon, everybody, all of the listeners. And of course, uh, thank you all for tuning in again this Thursday on Diabetes and You. Um, we are going to be, well, we, we ju just us today, no guests, because I'm going to be talking about World Diabetes Day and Diabetes Awareness Month. Um, we are in November, and as our listeners would know, November is the biggest time for us, the busiest time for us, because, of course, for the entire month, we have a host of activities. So I want to just remind our listeners about the activities that we are having, and then we're going to be going into talking about World Diabetes Day and Diabetes Awareness Month and the reasons behind it. Of course, as we usually do, we will open up our phone lines, and allow persons to send us messages uh, via WhatsApp, uh, which we will answer as best as we can. Um, so we do want the contribution participation. At the end of today, I do have some prizes to give away uh, because we do have our 5K coming up. So I want to give away a race package. Uh, that race package is worth $140. So you could come out, you could run, you could walk, you could do anything you want and you get a really nice medal and t-shirt and lots of really nice Promotional, promotional items um, if you do want to participate. So I'll be asking a question at the end of the program. So please pay attention and you could get that race package. Um, I might also, depending on the number of calls we get, give away some other prizes as well. So I'm hoping that our listeners are paying attention. So um, just to remind our listeners, it is Diabetes Awareness Month. This is November. And we have, uh, we've actually started our activities and last Saturday, we would have had our first activity or Sunday rather, which is the Ride That um, Fun Cycling event. Now, this is the second year that we're doing this event and this event would have started from the Shogunas Borough Corporation. The cyclists would have gone down to, to Point Lisa's and then come back up. So a 50 kilometer ride, we had over 150 cyclists from around the country participating, um, both young and old and, and everywhere in between. And they would have supported this event because we are trying to raise funds for our continuous glucose monitors um, or CGMs because we're trying to get these CGMs for the children with diabetes. As we know, we do have about 150 to 200 children in Trinidad and Tobago living with diabetes, with type 1 diabetes, and of course, these children require this device. This device continually monitors their blood sugar uh, so they don't have to continually stick their finger throughout the day. As we know, some of these children have to stick their finger up to 15, 20 times a day. Most adults don't even like to do it once. So, and of course, this is something that they have to do. So by using continuous glucose monitor, they could really um, take better control over their diabetes and their parents would have peace of mind. So we tried, this is our, of course our first fundraiser for the CGM program. There are lots of other fundraisers coming up and we're hoping that uh, members of the public support. But of course that, that event has gone. The next event which is coming up is next week, Saturday, and that is the Carlton Phillip Diabetes Symposium. This symposium will be held at the University of the West Indies, St. Augustine, at the Teaching and Learning Complex. The symposium is starting at 9 a.m. and it finishes at 3.30 p.m. Um, now, members of the association, you're free to attend the symposium. You just need to register 
So you could call us at the association or you could visit us on Facebook or Instagram to register or even go to our website, www.diabetes-tt and you can register there for the symposium. Now this symposium brings together the brightest and best um, minds in diabetes and health. So we're going to have lectures from physicians, from professionals, from professionals in their field. Um, of course, the Minister of Health will be there, the CMO will be there. Uh, we're going to have a lot of boots for free giveaways. Um, so we have about 50 providers who will be there who have boots. So you have a lot of activities, a lot of, a lot of giveaways. For, mem for persons who are not members, it's only $50 to attend. And all this $50 is basically nothing because you're, 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 you're actually going to get breakfast, you're going to get lunch, you're going to get a race pack, sorry, you're going to get a, a conference package, um, including a bag and, and stuff like that in the bag. You'll be able to get access to all of these sessions for just a contribution of $50. So if you want to attend, if you want to learn more about diabetes, learn more about your health and participate in this activity, then visit us, call us, our phone number is 607. 3288. So if you want to register now, give us a call 607-3288 to register for that symposium. On that symposium day, we're also going to be having some other activities. So in the afternoon, we'll be having a men's and women's forum where we actually have men in a separate room, women in a separate room, and we discuss gender-specific topics um, related to diabetes. So that's a very in, 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 well insightful uh, can be entertaining as well, um, session led by, by expert panelists. So don't miss that. On the, on, on the day of the symposium, we're actually going to have the, the, the other event, this is the finals of our secondary school diabetes debate competition. So this activity we started um, this year, of course, is the first year that we started this diabetes debate. And we've had 14 schools um, who, who would have participated in in the preliminary round. Today at our head office, so we actually am in the middle of the lunchtime break right now because we have our semi-finalists going on, well, semi-final round of the competition going on. This morning we had four schools. We had Astra San Fernando, we had Astra um, Charlieville, Astra Girls, or Astra Girls San Fernando as well, sorry. Uh, presentation Chibonas and Astra Boys. Um, and Holy, Holy Faith Convent, well, yeah, Holy Faith Convent, I believe, as well. This afternoon, we have four other schools participating. And of course, they're debating topics related to diabetes. So very, very entertaining. Um, this afternoon, we'll even broadcast it live on Facebook so persons can tune in and look at the debate. Um, now, the finals of the debate is going to take place on the day of the symposium. So you're going to have access to, to view the finals of the competition as well. Now, that's one of the, some of the main things that are happening, but the biggest event is really World Diabetes Day. And World Diabetes Day is November 14th, and we're going to be talking some more about World Diabetes Day in a while, why we do celebrate it. But on November 14th, we're going to have our National Day of Outreach, where we're going to be going throughout the country. We have actually 15 or 16 activities across Trinidad and Tobago. All of our branches are going to be doing outreaches, testing, health fairs, um, and you can visit any of them um any of them during during that day on november 14th uh we're going to be sharing the details of that very soon by tomorrow so you could visit one of those activities which are closest to you um the very last activity is of course our biggest act activity for the month 
which is our run that 5k and fun walk now this is going to be at the Shogunas Borough Corporation a run that starts at 4 p.m. and finishes around 7 um, but this again is a 5k um, we are known at the association for a 5k and the, the standard of our 5k we've been growing every year this is the third year that we're doing a 5k of course tattle and tattle life is a sponsor for the 5k so you could come out and you could pick, participate like that if you want to participate in the 5k you want to register you can visit the diabetes association website diabetes-tt.org diabetes-tt.org and you could register online or you could find out how you could register in person and as I said, I'm going to be giving away a 5K package at the end of, 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 of um, today's show to one lucky winner who is listening and can answer a question. Um, now, at that 5K, we could have actually be doing the human blue circle as we did in the last few years. The last few years, we would have had about seven, 800. This year, we want to have over 1,000 persons at that human blue circle because everyone will be getting that blue T-shirt. Of course, the blue circle represents was the international symbol for world diabetes. Yeah, we'll talk about some more about that in a bit. So we're going to be doing that. Um, and I hope that you all can be part of that. I believe it's very close to record breaking and we need to, to, to probably get Guinness down here and, 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 and um, get that human blue circle done. But that's what we're going to be doing on the 26th. Um, so that's the Sunday 26th at the Shoranas Borough Corporation. You all can participate. You could run. It's a 5K. You could walk the 5K. But we also have a short 1.5-kilometer walk. And a lot of our members are elderly, and as, as, as you know, in the association. So we do cater for them. So you could walk as well, and you will still get a medal. The medal is one of a kind. We don't we let the cat out of the bag yet, but the medal is one of a kind. Never been done in Trinidad and Tobago. There's a very special feature in the medal. And um, so persons are going to want to look out for that medal and collect that medal. So that's what's happening at the association. So with that, I know BASE is here, so I want to thank BASE for facilitating again this afternoon. Um, BASE, let's take a short break. When we get back, let's talk about World Diabetes Day and why we celebrate World Diabetes Day. And of course, we could then open up the phone line, take some calls, um, and have that conversation. So All BASE, right. over to you. Thank you very much. Of course, folks, you're inside of Diabetes and You. We take a break and we come right back. Yes, you're listening to Freedom 106.5 FM. We return to Diabetes and You with Dr. Andrew Danu. And thanks, Bass. And I also forgot to mention that you'll be there on, on, on Saturday. On the 26th. Man. Yeah, man. Yes, I will be. Yes. So, we'll be, so you will be witnessing that human blue circle and helping us out. Mm -hmm. And um, so, so, so we're really looking forward to that. Yes, so, so let's talk about why we celebrate World Diabetes Day, Bass. So World Diabetes Day is celebrated every year on November 14th. Um, about 30 or 40 years ago, uh, maybe less, um, the United Nations would have um, established this day to, to recognize and to, 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 well, a day to raise awareness for diabetes, November 14th. November 14th is a special day, and the reason November 14th was chosen is because it's the birthday of one of the founders of insulin, one of the persons who discovered insulin. And, of course, this is Banting, uh, Professor Banting, who would have... Um, with his colleagues in, in a Canadian university about 100 years ago. And 100 years ago may sound like a lot, but it's, it's, it's really in the in grand scheme of things in, in, in terms of how long humans have been on the earth, 100 years ago is just a blink of an eye. So only 100 years ago was, or did we actually 
discover insulin, or rather started to synthesize insulin. So before that, people who would have had diabetes and required insulin didn't have any medication. So people with type 1 diabetes or late stage progressed type 2 diabetes did not have insulin to, in, to get injections with. And so what happened with them is they simply died. So diabetes was, in a sense, a death sentence. So 100 years ago, you would have had have children diagnosed with diabetes, and they would have to just suffer. They would have to lay on a little bed and die. And that was a sad reality before we did discover insulin. So insulin is life-changing. And this is why, of course, we, we do celebrate the birthday of the person who discovered insulin, and that's November 14th. Now, very interestingly, insulin was actually synthesized because, of course, they needed to extract the insulin. Before they could make the insulin, they need to know what actually causes the blood sugar, what, what actually um, what, what hormone actually works to lower your blood sugar. So the first investigations, of course, they would have done things on rats and all of that, but the first time they actually extracted insulin was actually from a dog. So the first time that, you just, that, they, that they extracted insulin, Banting and, and colleagues would have, would have done that for my dogs, my dog's pancreas, and they would have extract, extracted insulin and they put it into another dog, uh, which which had diabetes because they removed, you know, or uh, and and it worked, and then that is how they discovered it. And of course, back long time ago, they used to take insulin from the dog or insulin from the pig, and they used to try to to work, work, work it like that. And of course, we discovered how to how to make insulin in a lab. Of course, no animals are used right now in making insulin because right now insulin insulin is produced by bacteria in large vats. Um, so and, and even even more even more um, specifically, uh, there are new versions of insulin being made. So there are new designer versions of insulin that 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 isn't naturally made in the human body or any living organism, and actually works much better than anything that humans could produce. It could work longer. It could stay. Um, stable without going into the fridge. So there are lots of advances on in insulin. So insulin is really very important to, to people living with diabetes. And the discovery of insulin, of course, is very, very um, noteworthy. So that's why we, we celebrate Sir, 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 Ban Sir Frederick Banton's birthday on November 14th. And that's why, by extension, we, we celebrate for the entire month. And of course, not just celebrating, but raise awareness so we call it Diabetes Awareness Month, November. Everybody knows cancer. We, we always say breast cancer is November, is October, and but November is Diabetes Awareness Month. So during this month, we want persons to know your risk and know your response. So that is the theme for Diabetes Awareness Month this year. Around the world, know your risk, know your response. And when we talk about the risk, I would say, everybody in Trinidad and Tobago is at risk for diabetes. And the reason why is that most of us have the predisposing factors to develop diabetes. Now, what are the predisposing factors to developing type 2 diabetes? Well, automatically, if it, if it is that you're a person of color, meaning that you're not white, it makes you at higher risk. It automatically puts you at higher risk for developing diabetes. That doesn't mean you're going to develop it. That's going to, that doesn't mean you're going to get it. It just means you're at higher risk. If it is that you have people with diabetes in your family, family brothers, sisters, mother, father, grandparents, that also puts you at higher risk because genetically you may be prone to developing diabetes. 
Now, if it is that you're overweight, if it is that you don't eat as you as you should, if you don't eat properly, meaning that of course your, your diet isn't well balanced, if it is you're gaining weight, if it is that you're you're not exercising as much, if it is you're stressed, if you're smoking, all of those are risk factors for diabetes. So what you need to know is your risk. So we actually have a tool, an international tool. So you can go on our, our website right now, diabetes-tt.org. And on the header, you will see World Diabetes Day. Click on it, and then you will see Know Your Risk. Once you click on that, there, is a, there are a series of questions that you can answer. And when you answer those questions, the website tells you what your risk is. So beyond or before you even take a blood test, just by answering a few questions, we could tell you how high your risk is for diabetes. It doesn't mean you have it. It just means you have a high risk. And if you have a high risk, then you need to respond appropriately. So responding appropriately could mean that if it is at your high risk, but also you show symptoms, then you need to really make interventions. You need to make changes in your lifestyle very quickly. If it is at your high risk, but you're very young, so you're, you know, you're 15 year old, you're 20 year old, you're, you're very healthy, very active, but still, because of certain predisposing factors that you have no control of, you're at high risk, and you need to take extra precaution. And this is where knowing your risk and knowing your response comes in, because once you do know what your risk, what what your risk is, then you could prevent yourself from developing diabetes. It's not inevitable. It's not inevitable and that's one of the one, one of the sad realities or rather well it is a sad reality of people in Trinidad Tobago. They think you know I don't care I'm gonna get diabetes anyway my mother had it my father had it my grandparents had it but that's not the case it's that they, you, you are at high risk but you need to make changes so that you don't develop diabetes. And I mean I always say if you live like a diabetic then you wouldn't become diabetic. So that is the theme know your risk know your response. And I hope that persons are listening on because what, what we are advocating for is um, what we are advocating for is of course um, persons getting tested, persons knowing their risk, and of course by knowing your risk, knowing your response, what would be the appropriate response? So it could also mean you need to see the doctor if it is that you you believe that you're at high risk or you're showing symptoms. So you need to see the doctor, you need to get an HbA1c test, which is we offer it at the association as well. Maybe it is that you need to have more drastic interventions. Maybe it is that you need to be put onto medications. And many persons are very afraid to be put onto medications. They think for the rest of their life they'll be about medications. A medication isn't meant, or most medications rather, isn't meant to, 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 to have you on for the rest of your life. Some people think think that they should be on it. And I mean, some doctors even think that you should be on, on a diabetes medication or high blood pressure medication for the rest of your life, but it's really meant to help you control the disease. And if it is that, that, that there is early enough intervention, if it is that you detect the problem very early, then that medication is really just used to assist you in taking control. Taking control to the point where you could you could regulate and taking control to the point where your where your um, where your body can recover to the state where you know you really you will you really wouldn't need the medication anymore. So that's really 
the reason why we, we're advocating for no your risk, no your response. And again, we're going to be having all of these screening sessions. And the 5K will be doing testing, and the symposium will be doing testing. As I said, you can log on to our website and you can do the, the risk assessment right now and know what your risk is. And if your risk is high, then you should take blood sugar tests, so you should take an A1C test, or you should visit your doctor when you can. So that's about knowing your risk, knowing your response. Um, so we have a lot more to talk about base, but I want to, to, of course, open the phone lines up and allow persons to ask questions, allow persons, anything you want to ask on diabetes, anything you want to ask on the events, any comments that you want to make, and then we continue um, chatting a bit. So maybe um, take a little break, please. No, or you wanna no go we go straight, straight in there because we do have some questions on the WhatsApp. And of course, people sure. feel so free to call in at 627-3223. 6252257 and our WhatsApp number is 3061065, right? Another person mentioned here, well, my both my mother and father have diabetes. Does that mean that I am at risk as well, right? The hereditary mm -hmm. um, factor. Yeah, it means, yeah, it generally it means that you're at higher risk. It doesn't mean that you are going to get that's important to note. We always like to say, you know what, your 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 genetics or your family history loads the gun. But what pulls the trigger is your lifestyle. So if it is that you are at risk and your family does have it, your mother had it, your father had it, then you need to take extra steps. You need to take precaution. You need to be testing. You need to be eating healthily. You need to be exercising. You need to be getting enough sleep. All of these things factor into having a higher risk. So no, you're not going to get it. But yes, you should take more precaution so that you don't get it. Let's take a call here. Hello, good afternoon. Afternoon, base. Yeah, man. Right. So, uh, you know, we always hear the term you're, you are predisposed because of hereditary. A parent or grandparents had it. But I want to delve deeper into that statement. What exactly about being hereditary makes you predisposed? What What is it in the DNA or the chromosome? Or, you know, the, the science of it that makes you predisposed to yeah. getting it. That's a really good question. And and many persons, well, 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 there can be many reasons. So so first of all, now we describe type 2 diabetes and type 1 diabetes. And I said most most persons generally have type 2, which we could which we often say is lifestyle disease, but there is a genetic predisposition. I'll explain that. However, there is a form of disease, a form of the disease which we refer to as monogenic forms, or other forms of the disease referred to as monogenic form, meaning one single gene, that's a very short sequence of instructions, is mutated. And because of that mutation, you do develop very specific types of diabetes. One example of this, and it's very prominent in Trinidad and Tobago, and we found genetic, my supervisor, my PhD supervisor would have done work in the last few decades on it, on um, we, they actually found a lot, lot, lot of these mutations in East Indian population in Trinidad. One of these genes is called the Moody gene, and there are different forms of Moody. Moody means maturity onset diabetes of the young. And in this particular type of diabetes, young persons actually develop diabetes, and, and they're not typical persons you would think. They're not overweight, they're not, you know, um, unhealthy. It, 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 well, if you look at them. So, Moody is one example of a monogenic form. But let's go back to the 
genetics and your predisposition. So let me go back to go back to it a little bit more. So everybody is predisposed to certain things based on your family history. And beyond the family history, let's go back in time even more. Let's look at your ancestors. So we're looking at 100 years ago, thousands of years ago, and what your ancestors would be used to. Now, one thing I want to explain is, is obesity and diabetes, because obesity is very closely linked to diabetes. So let me explain to you why so many of us are so prone to gaining weight. And basically, you're going to help me out with this, with this explanation. Mm -hmm. So we're looking back into the caveman days, right? So the, the hunter-gatherer times. And of course, our ancestors were hunter-gatherers. Before we, we, we did agriculture, as in a rare animal, and a rare plant, you hunt, we hunted. We gathered what you could find. So say base, we have three brothers in a, in a tribe or a cave, whatever you want to say it is. And you have this group. And they now need to, I don't know, um, hunt down the woolly mammoths or hunt down the, the, the saber-toothed tiger, whatever they hunt down to get food. And when they do hunt, of course, they're not going to catch everything. Every, every day, they're not going to catch something. So they say, say one day they catch something. And of course, everybody eat the belly full and they're not going to get food for the next few days because they have to look and look and, and, and actually find something. So food isn't a resource that is going to be there all the time. So the thing is, everybody is genetically variable. Everybody has differences in their bodies. So, and as you know, even today, everybody has differences in their bodies. So say, for example, the brother E is very good at storing fat. You know what we picked in Trinidad, we like to say people have high metabolism or low metabolism. So say brother A has high metabolism and he burns off food very, very quickly. So he's very skinny. And then brother B has low metabolism. And of course, he burns food very slowly, burns off energy very slowly. So he tends to put on the fat to store it for later. And a week passes or two weeks passes and both of them don't get food. Who is the first one going to die base? The skinny one or the fat one? Hmm? Who was the first, say one more time. The first one to die, yeah. The first one, because of course, he have no fat on him, he mm -hmm. have no energy on him, he's yeah. going to die. Yeah. And if it is he has a higher chance of dying, then the one who has the propensity to store the fat mm -hmm. is the one who's going to survive. Yeah, man. Like, like Trinidad, they say we have enough fat to live off of. Exactly right, yeah. but the one, the one who, the one who has the propensity to store the fat will survive, mm -hmm. and that's the person who is going to have a higher chance of making young, because if you survive, then you have a higher chance of having offspring, and those offspring will have most likely that same characteristic. So it was evolutionarily advantageous for human beings to prefer, or for their fair body to prefer having a, a lower metabolism, as we would say in Trinidad, not burning off fat as fast, not burning off food as fast. Because of course, in the hunter-gatherer days, this was advantageous. Because if you don't get food for two weeks, you could survive. However, now in a modern society where food is at every corner and high-calorie food is at every corner, this is working to our disadvantage. Because now most of the people around would have had or would have had as ancestors who are very good at storing fat and storing food in their body. And, and, and therefore, this is why we do have this problem today. Because what was an advantage to us before, when 
food was what, what wasn't very common is an actual disadvantage to us now. And this is why we are developing these diseases because this excess is resulting in this disease. So this is why, as I say, that predisposition, because your ancestors would now have, because if you look at look look back at it, a lot of lot of our ancestors, just even in the last few hundred years, most of our population in Trinidad and Tobago have have descended from the Indian and African, um, well, well, Indian and African descent, and our ancestors would have been primarily working people, people working on the fields, people working wherever in in, in labor, and. And they may have eaten the same thing because I, I always say the thing, you know, my grandmother lived to 100 and this and that, and they used to eat everything and they used to drink this and they used to do that. And how come I can't do it now? And I'm getting sick. Well, they used to eat and they used to drink the thing. They used to eat the fried food. They used to eat, do all of those things. But they used to also be very active. They used to be walking around the place. They used to be working all day. They used to be getting, you know, never used to be getting high calorie fast food, but of course, because of the activity, it counteracts to that. No, we don't have that. No, it is that we drive everywhere. We have high calorie foods all the time. Most of our, most of us work at jobs, sitting at a desk. So really, that is why we say it. I took a while to explain that because it's something that I think most people really need to appreciate. The reason why we say you have a genetic predisposition or a hereditary, those hereditary factors. That's the reason why it's like that. All right, so, so we have another call coming uh, in here. Hello, good afternoon. Welcome. Good afternoon, Doc. Uh, yeah, my own research, and this is important, research, knowledge, education in the area is really important because, you know, just handing people recipes and handing them a few sheets of paper, which is what I got when my doctor told me I was diabetic after looking at the blood tests and so on, um, he just, you know, handed me you know, a whole list of vegetables and something with glycemic index. And, well, well, you know, I'm an educated person. I was able to make sense out of it. But a whole lot of people wouldn't be, they, okay, eat more vegetables, and, and I'm already eating vegetables, and they don't know how to manipulate the thing. It is important that, that people understand, um, you know, that they have that education. It's a whole degree by itself. And um, then they also have to know the consequences. I've made the point on this program that I don't want to be lying on a table with Dr. Narayan Singh standing over me with a knife aiming at one of my legs, you know, because that happened to one of my friends, my, my primary schoolmate, right? And that happened to other people in my family. They have to know, they have to have the knowledge of how to deal with it, and they have to know of the consequences and you don't die rapidly you know you die slowly uh, with bits of and pieces of you going slowly over time you know um so so that's important i i think education you know and consequences which i see you doing today you know so i want to compliment you on that approach i think it's refreshing from what is normally done when you consider and, and let me just give you an example of one of the things I do. If I'm going to eat doubles, I would normally know beforehand because I control what I eat. So I take a salad with me, and I eat the doubles in my car, and I eat my salad with it. After it, of course, you don't have to eat it alternately, one mouthful after the other. But it's going to meet in the stomach. 
and the salad is going to affect the way the doubles is processed and so on in the system and the glycemic index will be affected and all of that you know i i interfere with the process by eating a salad so i think um you know that kind of thing that kind of knowledge helps people thank you thanks for that brother trace i really appreciate that comment and you are right um many doctors still do it um many health centers still do it give you a sheet of paper um or give you a diet sheet and most people still access for diet sheets now nutritionists registered dietitians as well are trained professionals who work with people to adjust the, their diet to suit their needs whether it is they have a whether it is that they have a disease or they have certain goals that they want to meet and you're right you, you can't give somebody a diet sheet one one size doesn't fit all to everyone you need to work with them on a one-on-one -on -one basis our association offers free nutritional counseling as well so we do have nutritionists and registered dietitians here and you can come speak to one of them and they would assist you every health center also has that service i know that it, it's oversubscribed but i want persons to make sure that they do at least see nutritionists or dietitian at least once and you are correct this is something that persons would need to to get done because you, you are somebody who would be able to understand that diet sheet but most people don't most people will read it most people it wouldn't apply to them because you will see broccoli and, and cauliflower and and, and and beets and those maybe things you never eat in your life before so you really need to work with people where 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 they are and giving them that diet sheet and just tell them oh well you have to walk some more or you have to exercise that's not going to help them because what people tend to do is they will listen to the doctors they will take the medication they will do everything that they would normally do before which got them sick in the first place and then the medication wouldn't work because medication for diabetes isn't this isn't designed to work by itself you need to use these medications, especially first-line medications metformin um diamicron all of those sulfonylureas all of those those um those oral tablets you would take you really need to work you need really need to combine it with a change in lifestyle now, if you don't do that, if you don't change the way that you eat, change the way that you eat, how much you exercise, change all of the other factors, stop smoking. If you don't do those things, then the medication isn't going to work as well as you think it will. A lot of persons will then come back to the health center and say, here's what, this that medication, not working. You give them a cheap medication, not working. People do that. But what, what I think it needs to be Put into the minds of people is really medication is not the only thing and of course our health system we need to move towards that direction where prescriptions are written for exercise prescriptions are written for for nutrition rather than just medication given to people so very important point and i, I appreciate those comments Please. Right, we have another question here good day can you recommend a good sugar monitor i have brought about six over many years they seem to have an expiry date, I would appreciate one with reasonable price test strip. Sure. So a good question about blood sugar monitors, and there are so many blood sugar monitors on the market. Now we've looked at many of the, the, these blood sugar monitors and there are a few brands that we are aligned to. And I don't want to call any particular brand on the air, but there are some brands that we are aligned to and we have 
we have, with our testing, seen the efficacy and see, see, seen that these blood sugar monitors are above the others. So you could call us at the Diabetes Association, 607-3288, and you could actually get a free blood sugar monitor from us. Um, if you buy two boxes of strips from us, you could get a free blood sugar monitor. Um, if you are on insulin, we could sign you up for the CDAP blood sugar monitor, so we could be able to sign you up, and then you could get one from CDAP and then get the strips. That, of course, takes a good bit of time longer than if you could get it from us directly and pay for the strips. Um, now, a point about blood sugar monitors. There are so many of them on the market, and everybody who could import something, bring in a blood sugar monitor from China or from India or wherever, and they often bring it down and you'll often see in some of these health centers very, very cheap prices for the blood sugar monitors or some specials. You buy four strips and you get a monitor, or, you know, and a lot of people would get them. They would pay two, three, four hundred dollars uh, and get these blood sugar monitors. And when you get them and you use them for a while, first of all, they may not be as accurate as you, especially people who are living with diabetes and more so people who are on insulin very dangerous if it is your testing yeah. say for example your blood should actually succumb to, to, to diabetes because of that so very important to not use any meat uh, that you know is on seas you don't get shipped stuff you seem to be getting a little, a little trouble with your internet there. You're going in and out. So you buy the meter. We have, as I said, we, we are aligned with, with, with machines. Well, am, I, am I back now, please? Oh, uh, yeah, you're back now, but it's a little... Yeah, you're back now, fully. I don't know if you could change where you are. But yeah, you're back now. Good, yeah. Hello? Yeah? Yeah. This? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hearing you. Nice. Yeah. So if any, any trouble again, I'll switch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's nice, take a, let's nice. take a call. Here. So as I was saying. Oh yeah. All right. Go ahead. Just, 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 All right. I think you need to switch because yeah, the internet is. Just call us at the association. <clears throat> I would recommend. Mm -hmm. Sure. All right. You think you need, you need to switch there because we really um yeah we won't hear you at all there. In a, is it in and out? Yeah. Okay. Let's take a call in the meantime. Six two seven three two two three six two five two two five seven. All right. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, gentleman from official from the Diabetes Association. Yeah, Andrew Danu, doctor. I just wanted to find out from him, please, if the association could supply me with some, you know, the the reading the sheet. Like every day after breakfast, after lunch, because I checked the health center for the sugar level uh, to see if I can get the same sheet, sheet that I can re record after meals. So, and they don't have any stock. So I was wondering if I can pass by the association and if they have any, they could, they could give um, person. Thanks. So that's that's blood sugar strips that you want? <clears throat> Not strips. You know the rec recording, the recording of 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 um the test now. 
uh, like after two hours after breakfast, two hours there's a particular shift. I think the health centers have health centers usually have it. So I was wondering if you all have mm-hmm. by chance, so, you, so, so I can pass and get a couple sheets, so I can do recordings yeah. of my my sugar test. I understand. So it's not a so so you what you're asking for is a logbook where you, where you that's log right, your, that's right. your reading. Yeah. So we we don't have any right now. We actually printing some new ones, and you could get maybe next week. You can listen on to diabetes and you next week, and I'll tell you if we have it ready. And you could pass, and you could get some. But it's a book that we use. It's actually a diabetes handbook that we have, and it'll have Thank a logbook in it so that you could use it. Yeah. But in the meantime, you can use a copybook, rule it up, line it up, and 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 you know write write down your results. And actually, we encourage persons to use a copybook because you could keep your results for however long. And you walk with that book, with your notebook, you know, and you walk with the book when you go to see the doctor. Yeah. All right. Please? Yeah. All right. Questions there about, you know, something with the sensation under the feet. Uh, good day, doctor. For the past three weeks, I've been getting these, I don't know if you're listening to the doctor, these pains under the soles of my feet by my heel. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's painful to walk in the morning, but then during the day, it, it comes and and goes is that a sign mm-hmm. of anything mm-hmm. i have never been diagnosed with diabetes i watch my diet yeah so so that does sound like like neuropathy um however i would say since you have never never been diagnosed with diabetes i advise you to get a blood sugar test done and go to your health center get your blood sugar test done you go to H, get an hpa1c test done you can do it in a private lab as well we do it here at the association that's the first step um because of course Treating that, and that's a symptom that they get, neuropathy, which of course is a loss of sensation. In the earlier signs, you'll get pins and needles feeling, you'll get pain in the foot. And that's a symptom that your blood sugars are chronically high. So you need to test the blood sugars. For people with diabetes who are having the, the, the condition, there are treatments that you could you could apply. And we've we've had one of those treatments on the show many, many times before, uh, where there's a, a a, a, a high dose vitamin B that is um, useful for that, and we have shown we have seen a lot of success with it. You could call the association as well six zero seven three two eight eight, and we could put you onto that product. Uh, we've had um, Dr. Mann talk about that many many times on the program before, um, so that could be a, a solution too. Okay, yeah, that's it for the questions thus far. We have about nine minutes. Nice. So, so we we about to wrap up. I think we got a, a good show. But, but what I wanted to to just reiterate in everyone's mind is about Diabetes Awareness Month. Um, one thing that most persons don't know is the color. For so you know everybody when they hear breast cancer, we have pink for breast cancer, but the color for diabetes is blue. Um, and so I would like people to wear blue, wear blue on November fourteenth. Um, send us a picture. Um, tag the Diabetes Association on Facebook and Instagram. Wear something blue. Of course, if you come out to the 5K, you will be um, getting that blue T-shirt to make the human blue circle. But why is the why is the color blue and why is the symbol blue? So it's really like a sky blue that we use, and this sky blue represents the sky. And the reason why we use this blue representing the sky is because the thing about diabetes is diabetes can affect everyone under the blue sky so by using that color blue we, we remind ourselves that diabetes can affect anyone it does not discriminate no matter 
how old you are, no matter what ethnicity you are, no matter where in the world you are, diabetes doesn't discriminate. And you can be affected by diabetes. And of course, that circle represents, you know, everyone, everyone being affected by diabetes. So the symbol for diabetes is actually a blue circle. Um, maybe I can let the cat out of the bag now, but if it is that you do participate in the 5K and you get that medal, What's special about our medal is you're going to be getting a blue circle in the medal, which you can detach and you can wear as a lapel pin, you can wear it as a tie pin, a brooch pin, and you could show your support for diabetes. So a lot of persons want the pin. So we made sure to include a pin in the medal to represent that, that blue circle. So I'm looking forward to seeing everyone at our 5K. Um, so we're getting down close to the end. Um, I did promise that we will give away a 5K package. Uh, so again, our 5K and, and fun run and walk is on November 26th. Um, this, this is going to be at the Shibonas Borough Corporation. Freedom 106 will be there as well. Um, but BS will be there in a different capacity. It will be our DJ. Um, and we're going to be celebrating on that day and having a, a really excellent evening. We're going to have about 25 or 30 different booths as well, lots of games. We'll have like carnival games, activities. It's a really fun family event at the Shogunas Borough Corporation on at 26th, the last Sunday in November. So I want to ask a question. I will be giving one of those packages, um, which would include, of course, a T-shirt, a bag, some promotional items, your medal, and access to the event. Um, and I want to ask a question. So. If you do have the answer for the question, you could start a call. But the, the question is, at the very start, I would have spoken about insulin. And I said that a certain only for a certain period of time do we actually have insulin. How long ago was insulin discovered or developed? How long ago was insulin discovered or developed? If you could answer that question, I'll give you the prize. You can give us a call now. All right, folks, give us a call at 627-3223-625-2257. We have a call. caller. Hello, good afternoon. I uh, don't know if I joined early enough, but I heard it mentioned for 100 years. That's correct. You are very correct. So 100 years ago, incident was discovered, so you won that package. So, um, Base, would you be able to take that information? Yes, of course. Um, what's your yes. name, sir? I'm seeing your number, 358 number, right? Yes, correct. And what's your name, sir? Benny. Huh? B-E-N-I. Benny. All right, Mr. Benny. Cool, so I'll give you information. So, Benny, we will we'll contact you. So, one of my staff members will contact you right after the show to take yes. your information and, and, and register you for that package. And I hope to see you on the 26th. Thank you, of course. All right, my nice. Again. So I'm, I'm glad that we did have some, maybe we give away one more base. Yeah, sure. sure. One more race package. Mm -hmm. So let's give away one more race package um, to another lucky listener. And I would have said about, talked about insulin. And I also said that when they did discover insulin, there was an animal that they first extracted that insulin from. Mm -hmm. What animal did they use to get that insulin extract 100 years ago? If you could answer that question, give us a call now. All right, folks, if you're listening, line again. Hope it's not the same caller, you know. Hello, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon, right. Dave. It's a dog. A dog. A dog. <laughs> correct, correct. I'm glad you're all listening. Very good, very beautiful, good. Beautiful, beautiful. So let's yeah. take our number. Great listeners, um, I'll have to get your number, miss. Uh, just give me a, a number. 
Secondary school for secondary school debate competition. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be broadcasting live on Facebook. So if you want to see the debates and see these six, not six formers, but form threes, form fours, um, talk about these diabetes topics. Mm-hmm. You could log on to our Diabetes Association Facebook page, okay. and you could you could view. Um, of course, the finals are going to be on the eighteenth at the Calder Philip Diabetes Symposium. So that's what's going to be happening. Um, of course. We are going to continue with Diabetes on You. This month is Diabetes Awareness Month. Um, I know that you all are going to be hearing a lot more about diabetes this month because Freedom has partnered with the Diabetes Association to promote diabetes during the course of this month. So keep listening to Diabetes on You. Keep participating. Next year, next week, I'll have a lot more giveaways for our listeners. Um, I do want to thank BASE again for facilitating the program today. Uh, looking forward to seeing you on the 26th base and all of our listeners. If you do want to register, go to register for any of the events. Go to our website, www.diabetes, D-I-A-B-E-T-E-S, dash T-T, as in Trinidad and Tobago, dot org. That's www.diabetestt.org. Or give us a call at 607-3288, 607-3288. Six zero seven three two eight eight. That's six zero seven. That um, visit us on Facebook or on Instagram. Send us a message, and we'll be happy to help you out. So, um, as we wrap up again, base, I just want to remind persons that if you do want to support any of the programs and activities that we are doing, um, we are actually still at the Nagar. I didn't mention that the Diabetes Association has a booth at the Diwali Nagar. Uh, I believe the Nagar is ending on Saturday. So we'll be there till Saturday. Um, we are under the dome. So if you go straight to the Nagar from the entrance, that big building, go straight under. And we are right there on the right-hand side. You'll see a big green booth at the Diabetes Association. You can get any of the information there and get free testing and counseling. And we do have a lot of games taking place at the, um, at the booth as well. So we're looking forward to seeing all of you all at our events. And again, thank you for tuning in. And listening to diabetes on you base over to you right. thanks again for assisting today thank you very much there of course folks you've been listening to diabetes and you andrew danu dr andrew danu uh, of course no guest today but we had a great show and congratulations to our winners all right so see you on the 26th there 